the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, and where we also are in a perpetual state of outrage. How about you, Don? I am, I am perpetually flabbergasted at the extent that the left goes to slam every modicum of morality in this culture it's i mean yesterday i i mean this week i had the opportunity to speak to the republican women federated group in encino it's about 150 women in the group probably four or five men sprinkled throughout and i was talking about the two areas of activism i think that are the most important for us to pursue in 2019 in preparation for the election next year and i Spoke to them a little bit about the sex education that's, you know, that we're becoming aware of. The triple X. The triple X. Sex. Triple X education. They were stunned at what's being taught. And one of the things that I'm guilty of, and I'm curious to see if you're, if, if is that as I acquire knowledge about what's going on, there's a part of the brain that says, well, everybody knows that stuff too. Only they don't. And when I was, it, it, it just dawned on me again, another reminder, that we're, we are in possession of knowledge that the vast majority of those that align with us politically don't fully understand. They don't know about it. Um, in, in strict uh, dic- dictionary definition, they're ignorant of it. And I don't, again, that doesn't mean they're ignorant. It just means that the technical definition of ignorant is mean you, you don't know something and you don't know what you don't know. And that kind of comes back from an earlier day in life when there's no way possible for you to know something that you don't know. And we forget that. Well, there is so much, there is so much going on. And our, our, the internet, all of this, the face, your, your Facebook, if, you, if you're at all politically connected, uh, there's constantly stuff going in there. The, your emails, I mean, we, I think we all have our email inbox is full of all, of, of emails related to political matters. And you just, you look down the front page of Breitbart or Drudge or Gateway Pundit or, Fo- or Fox News, and there's article after article after article about stuff, and you just don't begin to have time to, even you and I, who, in preparation for our radio shows, you do a daily show, we, I just do the weekly show, is you try to stay up on this, but there's, there is just, there, there's too much information, and then if you have a real life, uh, and That's there's, right, and there's there's people that you know their 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 political involvement is their once a month meeting at the 
uh, the Republican women. Or they catch, um, you know, they catch a, a news program, either, you know, local programming or, or national or if they're Fox listeners, they might listen to the trio of folks, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, who have all and this gets to our starting point for our show, been uh Attacked is about the only word that comes right to my brain, but I wanted to make it more meaningful. That it's not just attack; they have been assaulted over a variety of things, and the continuing effort to to uh, cause advertisers to pull from Fox. The latest victim of this is Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he is, and they went back, and it was called offense. Archaeology, where the, the the enemy has paid people going back over what people have read, have written, have said for years and for decades to try to find something that you can use against them today and shut them up. And it's it's not. I criticize Tucker Carlson because. He wants to enforce immigration laws, and he wants to protect American workers, and we should have open borders, and we should have unlimited immigration, whatever the case you want to be, or that he's too, he's too biased, or he's too conservative, or he doesn't treat his guests fairly, whatever. I mean, it's not criticism. It's a concerted effort to silence him because they know he's effective, he's effective. At, at, at presenting this information that even other conservatives, most other conservatives aren't presenting. His monologue, I think, is must listen to. But what we're getting to is the is the is the real fact that the left is doing whatever it can to silence its opposition and 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 literally attacking the First Amendment free speech. We see this now with Tucker Carlson. Uh, We're going to get into a little bit more of that. We have a story unfolding here on the local level. James Riley, who operates Riley's farm, uh, he has been attacked. It uh, is revenue by a school district that is pulling their support. They, you know, Riley has this. Uh, they do Revolutionary War, Colonial times enactments as an educational for, right. dec- for decades. School districts have been bringing their, their the students there to to see this. And as a private citizen, he has been expressing himself on Twitter and on Facebook. And somehow those comments have gotten the attention of some of his customers, school districts. And they said, well, we can no longer send our kids over there to the farm because we vehemently disagree with what he is saying. Not just disagree with what he's saying, but this guy is, and they start listing off racist, bigot, homophobe. I mean, you name it. They go through the 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 uh, what I call the PC cul-de-sac of isms, and you know accuse him of all this stuff. And not only are they not you know sending this is now this is the public schools in Claremont or the is the organization, <clears throat> but then of course it gets media attention. They don't people don't know exactly what you know Jim Riley has said on Twitter because a couple of the articles aren't even printing the tweets because they're they're really. They're not. Yeah, there, there's nothing there. I mean, there's no there there. There, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, for example, he 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 made out a tweet that was uh, making fun of and mocking Stormy Daniels, and you certainly shouldn't be allowed to do that in America. And that became his criticism of a particular woman for what she's done 
became, well, he's a misogynist. He hates women and made it a part as, as, as if he's made criticizing all women. Right. Which, of course, he's so, not. So it, started, it started as a social media mob Twitter campaign, and then the liberal leftist school district, people in the school district picked that, oh, yeah, we can't send the kids there. So then, so then he's now suing the district saying that you're ceasing to do business with me based on my First Amendment protected speech. Yep. So you can imagine that because if he, if, he, if he does not win this, then the government is free to cease to do business with you based on whatever you, the government doesn't like you saying. And we see that related to this is the city of Los Angeles has enacted a new ordinance that says if you want to do business with the city of Los Angeles, you have to disclose your contacts with the National Rifle Association. Clear violation of the First Amendment, and I hope that they're going to be in court very soon on that. And what's next? Are you, a, are you now, or have you ever been, a Republican? Yeah, I mean, this, this, this ultimately drives a, a stake in the heart of the First Amendment, because just like the condom, you know, the, the attacks on individuals expressing their political beliefs through their gear, for instance, a red hat that says, make America great on it, or maybe it's just a red hat and somebody sees a red hat from behind and gets triggered, as has happened, and the next thing you know, you've got somebody getting assaulted simply because they've been triggered by a red hat because the media says, go get them. Because Maxine Waters says, if they're in a restaurant, if they're in an airport, wherever they are, you go after them. Because now you've got uh, on record Eric Holder saying, I know Obama says when they go low, you go high. But no, we don't do that. When they go low, you kick them. Right. And with that has been the vilification is that Donald Trump and his supporters are racist Nazis, fascists, fascists seeking, to un- seeking to overthrow democracy and freedom in America when exactly the opposite is true. Right. So – that's the mindset of these people and their margin and I think it's intentional is they want to drive their marginals people that may, may not be all that stable and inclined to commit violence to drive them into violence like the guy, the man who went and uh, uh, tried to kill Republicans at the baseball practice mm-hmm. had the same that I mean, he he had been uh, had that kind of an, that uh, a loose grip on reality and then when he gets that propaganda I think I think the effect is intentional. So what you see here is from violence, Antifa, the guy that punched the turning point activist at, at UC Berkeley, to threats of intimidation, to threats of violence, through social ostracism, is you know racist, fascist, Nazi. No, you know you better shut up, or you're gonna you're gonna be on the receiving end of all of that. To economic warfare, as they're trying to wage against. Uh, now Tucker Carlson and and others to censorship by the big dem tech companies, a concerted effort by the Democrat Party and its allies to suppress freedom of speech. They can't do so legally. They can't pass a law that says you can't criticize Islam. You can't say you can't criticize immigration. Right now, that would go down nine zero in the Supreme Court, even among the liberal justices. But they can do all those other things 
to suppress freedom of speech. True fascism. And I love the fact that the Antifa says they're anti-fascist, but I posted on my Facebook what I think we need to rename this effort, and that's anti-First Amendment. Antifa, A-N-T-I-F-A, instead of it F-A standing for fascist, we need to co-opt the language. We need to do what the left is, has done so uh, so well uh, you know, we got to learn from our adversaries the things that they do well. Rename Antifa anti-First Amendment. We're at the uh, we need to recognize our sponsor for this half hour. And we will be right back with more on the war against the First Amendment, against our freedom of speech and what we need to do about it. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And we've got 800 roughly private citizens gathering on April the 28th, right here in the Inland Empire, we'll talk about our upcoming Unite IE Conservative Conference in just a moment. Well, we've been talking about the attack on free speech. We've been talking specifically, we name-checked Tucker Carlson this week because Media Matters came out with uh, audio cuts of him on a shock jock radio program saying some things that personally I would never say, but this is an all-out effort to deprive Fox News of advertisers put pressure, financial pressure on Fox News to drop Tucker Carlson. He stands in defiance of them, and I stand with him. Here's what Tucker Carlson said on his show earlier this week. As anyone who's ever been caught in its gears can tell you, the great American outrage machine is a remarkable thing. One day you're having dinner with your family, imagining everything is fine. The next, your phone is exploding with calls from reporters. They read you snippets from a press release written by Democratic Party operatives. They demand to know how you could possibly have said something so awful and offensive. Do you have a statement on how immoral you are? It's a bewildering moment, especially when the quotes in question are more than a decade old. There's really not that much you can do to respond. It's pointless to try to explain how the words were spoken in jest or taken out of context, or in any case bear no resemblance to what you actually think or would want for the country. None of that matters. Nobody cares. You know the role you're required to play. You are a sinner begging the forgiveness of Twitter. So you issue a statement of deep contrition. You apologize profusely for your transgressions. You promise to be a better person going forward. 
with the guidance of your contrition consultants, you send money to whatever organization claims to represent the people you supposedly offended. Then you sit back and brace for a wave of stories about your apology, all of which are simply pretexts for attacking you again. In the end, you get fired. You lose your job. Nobody defends you. Your neighbors avert their gaze as you pull into the driveway. You are ruined. And yet, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how despised and humiliated you may be, there is one thing you can never do, one thing that is absolutely not allowed. You can never acknowledge the comic absurdity of the whole thing. You can never laugh in the face of the mob. You must always pretend that the people yelling at you are somehow your moral superiors. You have to assume that what they say they're mad about is what they're actually mad about. You have to take them at face value. You must pretend this is a debate about virtue and not about power. That your critics are arguing from principle and not from partisanship. No matter what they take from you in the end, you must continue to pretend that these things are true. You are bad. They are good. The system is on the level. And he goes on from there. A couple of notable things I picked out from that. Uh, first of all, what they say they're mad about, they're, they're actually mad about. And we know that he's, of course, just saying that in uh, to represent the process. But we know they're not they're They say they're mad about what he said. They're actually about silencing his very effective voice. Well, absolutely. And what's remarkable here and very good here is that. Tucker Carlson refused to kowtow to the leftist anti-freedom of speech mob. And Fox News has backed him up. They they have not been as good with uh, Jeanine Pirro, who is not as prominent and who made statements in the same type of thing. The outrage machine got generated at her when she made some statements questioning uh, regarding Islam. And, of course, we know how near and dear Islam is to the hearts of the left. Yes, and that's a, and that's a whole other discussion about the, uh, the affinity of the left and the Islamists. But he talks about the great American outrage machine. This machine only grinds in one direction. You have no further to look than the combined uh, uh, the, the the trio of people that head up the administrative uh, executive office, I should say, of Virginia. A governor appears in blackface. Or maybe blackface. We don't know because we don't know which one is which in the picture. But then admits to wearing blackface at a Michael Jackson dance contest. You've got a lieutenant governor that that then gets caught in the Me Too movement. You, and then and then another individual in the exact. And where is that in the news? Side? Are all of them still in office? They're all still in the office, and it's it's they their strategy works. They're just hanging in there, and it goes away, and we go on to talk about uh, about something else. As for sure, the news cycle will allow. And Tucker Carlson stood up, and in fact, unearthed someone did uh, derogatory comments made by the head of Media Matters on his own blog ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So you know this was these were derogatory statements about transsexuals, about uh, Jews, about I mean, and and some pretty you know obvious. Obvious uh, statements that were derogatory towards those groups that no one would dare make today because, of course, the outrage machine would grind them up like so much red meat and turn them into sausage. Unless, of course, you're you're a Muslim criticizing Jewish people. Which, of course, we saw. And what happened with that? 
the resolution that was supposed to be critical of, of anti-Semitism became very, uh, very obvious anti-Semitism. She re- they, 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 Nancy Pelosi let her rewrite the resolution. It's just crazy. Put the perpetrator of the crime in charge of the sentence. But my favorite, my favorite of the week was this, just from the sheer absurdity of it. Actor, actress Deborah Messing on International Women's Day put on her um, Instagram a picture of cupcakes that someone had molded the icing on the, the uh, on the on the cupcakes into vaginas. And she she put, she put this out in celebration of International Women's Day. Well, she was, I mean, she's a good liberal leftist, but she was promptly attacked because it was exclusive and didn't it was not inclusive of women that did not have vaginas. So, <laughs> you, I, I mean, if you, if you didn't know better, you think this was a, was satire. This that this was on the Onion or a, or a satire website. Well, this is true. So the next day, she puts out an apology. She kowtowed to them and put out an apology. I should have thought of the of the women that didn't have vaginas. But that see, but that. I mean, it's easy to laugh. It's easy to laugh at the absurdity of it. But I think there's something very serious underneath it, not only to suppress freedom of speech, but also to suppress freedom of thought and any any kind of sense of reality. Is that? Can you imagine? I mean. You know, when you were growing up, or even ten years ago, twenty years ago, there, there would be a serious discussion about women that don't have vaginas. I you, no, I mean, all, that would have been like on a plant, an alien planet, and all of this stems from, quite honestly, what our kids are also being exposed to, which oh, is the, the whole new gender indoctrination. When behind this is basically that you know, sex is. You know, someone's biological sex. Well, yes, that is science. That is something that is determined by your chromosomes somewhere uh, after inception or at inception. But there's this notion of gender, which is fluid, which doesn't even begin to the the cement of gender doesn't even begin to harden until who who knows how old you are. In fact, what is being said is that cement never hardens. You can be fluid. You can move in and out of different uh, modes of sexuality throughout your life. Washington, no, 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 no. The same people who tell us that gender is fluid and you can choose your gender day by day by day are the same ones that tell you that your sexual orientation is fixed at birth and there is you can't do That's anything right. about it. And you have no choice about that. And, you, and, and any attempt to change it is child abuse. So mm-hmm. if somebody claims that they want out of a uh, homosexual lifestyle at an early age and the parents take them to what is uh, commonly referred to as, you know, counseling, uh, but they have a different name for it, then that is child abuse. That's illegal because, of course, uh, their sexual orientation is uh, not to be questioned. It can't be counseled out of their experience. But, according, but of course, according to the Dem Party and the left, if your 12-year-old has some confusion about gender and you uh, give drugs to block puberty and then start then give mutilating surgery to your teenager that's fine and what's not fine is if you have a child that needs that treatment and all of a sudden you deny it now the court as is in the case of a court case in new england can actually sue you and potentially take your custody we've got a lot more to talk about this and 
elite parents trying to find a new side door into college education. A brand new scandal that broke this week here on the Unite Inland Empire radio show. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 01147747, NMLS and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And we've been talking about free speech. We mentioned a case out here involving Jim Riley of Riley's Farm getting literally assaulted by uh, the political left because of some statements he made on his personal blog. Assault in the sense of trying to put him out of business for exercising his free speech rights right. in ways that the Twitter mob said racist, sexist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, of course, if, if you actually looked at his tweets, it wasn't. It, it was co- political commentary. It was criticism of specific persons for what they did. Pretty benign stuff, right. really, on right. the whole, except for the fact that, unfortunately for Jim, he happens to have a business model that – brings in uh, public school children, and uh, this was just a bridge too far for the administrators of Claremont Schools, and so they decided... It was an opportunity for the administrators of the Claremont School District. That's right, to de- to deprive him of revenue by saying, we can no longer send our kids here because you're a racist, homophobe, bigot, whatever the, uh, the, the, the term du jour, the term of the day is that they're going to indict somebody on. This was uh, in the court of public opinion. Jim has a very good case. It advanced this week and uh, overcame an effort to dismiss the lawsuit by uh, Claremont Schools. Right. And as we talked about in the last half hour, if it goes the other way, then there's no limit on what the government can do if you want to do business with the government. Right. To suppress your freedom of speech. You know, are you a Republican? Or did you speak some did you favorably of Donald Trump? Do you favor enforcing immigration laws? Whatever it is. Do you own a gun? Absolutely. If you own a gun, we can no longer Going do to the Second Amendment rights. Suppress your Second Amendment rights as well. Yep. And that's where all this is going. And that's why it's so important that people begin to get engaged if they're not in the political process. And there's a variety of different ways you can do this. One of them right now, I think, is uh, a particularly hot issue, and it has to do with the sex education curriculum in public schools. Uh, We have a number of people that have uh, dug into this in a way that I don't think many have dug into the curriculum of their students since Common Core 
was all the buzz. And now, of course, we're living with Common Core, and I still can't figure out how to solve math problems according to the Common Core model. It's very bizarre. I think that the best way to add is the way we learned in back in the 60s and 70s. And as far as I can tell, Technology has advanced mightily since then, despite the fact that we're using these old, quote, air quote, methods of doing basic math. Somehow we've managed, Western civilization not only has managed to survive, but it's managed to progress in ways that no one ever anticipated. I have written many times that if you love God, if you love America, and or if you love your children, Get them out of the government-run schools where they will be dumbed down academically, patriotically, religiously, and morally. Agreed. And those that are left behind need to wage a fight against what is being done to their kids. Those they can't find a way out, uh, homeschooling or private school, need to stay there and fight. And it is a fight that's important because, trust me, and and let me digress just a bit here, Greg. I began my talk uh, this week, as I have many recent talks when I speak to groups, that I believe that the republic is lost. It's gone. And all we're waiting for is the headline. The headline announcing the end of the republic as it was envisioned by the founding fathers. There won't be such a headline. Well... If there if there was, then of course we might get a little help from the uh, uh, folks in the in the in the observing stands of the political war that's unfolding, the culture war that's unfolding. Uh, but you're right; there probably never would be. But the, my point is, when you look at the institutions that are the ones that are the backbone of American culture, education, both primary and secondary, when you look at the entertainment industry. All levels of it, from music to movies to late night TV. I mean, every stinking corner of the entertainment industry, the bureaucracies, where there is now, as a result of this college scandal that broke out this week, a better understanding that the current Ivy League schools are nothing more than a passport into the bureaucracy of indoct- of of the the administrative state. What's into the ruling class? And it may be in big business. It may be in a foundation. It may be back at a university. It may be in government. And oftentimes these, these people in the elite go back and forth between those things. They move around. Absolutely. And they, and they have this absolute belief in their moral and intellectual superiority despite all evidence to the contrary. You look at the job that the ruling elite have done for America in the last 20, 30 years. Is there anything that would suggest their intellectual or moral superiority? Um, Absolutely to the contrary, because now all of a sudden we're having a conversation that I never envisioned we would have. Can you even imagine a time when we would have a, a, a public conversation debating the, the, the superior uh, form of government of socialism, that that would be an argument that many people would be arguing in favor of, despite the fact that you have many forms of socialism, or what I like to say, uh, socialism is just communism for slow learners. Other forms of tyrannical government, like communism and Marxism, that we would even be debating 
the values and the merits of socialism as a form of government when as a republic we have done what no other country, no other uh, organized government body of people have ever accomplished. The normal, good, decent thinking, patriotic people of this country allowed the left to take control of these institutions, Hollywood, entertainment, which embeds values. And I think that's as important as the government-run schools. The government-run schools, the universities, so that we've ceded to them. So the argument is never over. You, you can't say, well, well yeah, we, 1980s, we've won. Capitalism, freedom, democracy has won. You can never see the argument because the argument and debate has gone on. So the, so the leftism has been around. Socialism, communism, Marxism has been around since Karl Marx, at least in that name, and in not in that name even before that. When the pilgrims first arrived in America, they they adopted what, was, what we would now call socialism. Everybody... Every family, every person got an equal share of what was produced, regardless of how hard you worked. You had no property to your own. To the- and they starved. Lo and behold, even, even a small, cohesive group like that, people, okay, if, if, I, if, I, if, I, if what I get doesn't matter how hard I work, then I'm not going to work as hard. To the point to where we now have an elected official, a congressperson, describing America as garbage. That's the derogatory term used by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in an interview when she was describing America and she suggests America is garbage. Here's a country that has freed America from the clutches of socialism uh, under the flag of the Nazi of the Nazis from Germany, freed the, the, the Pacific theater from you know, the uh, imperialism of Japan freed Europe in a prior war from the same sort of attempt to you to advance socialism uh, that came out of Italy and Germany in World War One. And this country is garbage, has fought communism, has fought socialism. Are we completely blemish free as a country? Of course not. But no country is. But we're the best bet for the future of freedom and liberty that has ever graced the surface of the earth. Um, This is exactly what she has been indoctrinated with, quote, taught, unquote, in university and probably in her her government-run schools before that. So, and obviously she's not the uh, brightest spoon in the drawer either. So she, but she has this kind of what uh, Brit Hume referred to as this kind of endearing quality of a, of a five-year-old. Just, but you know, she has absolute belief in her moral and intellectual superiority. Although I did, you know, this past week also I love to see is she went to this conference called South by Southwest, which is a big leftist co- co- conference, and she goes there to talk about uh, her Green New Deal and the menace of global warming. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. But she arrives, like like so many of these prominent global warmers, she arrives at the conference in a big, black, gas-guzzling SUV. And just a couple weeks ago, she came out, is, you know, you you can't have beef, or you can't have as much beef, and then promptly she's out in a restaurant, either with her boyfriend or chief of staff, I don't remember which, and there he is, sitting right next to her, having a big hamburger. So it's it's this 
they think is it doesn't apply to them. And that's part of why I, it, that's part of the evidence of why it's a big hoax. Because if the global warmers really believed that life on planet Earth was threatened by human-caused global warming, they would not only be sounding the alarm, but they would be leading by example. And with virtually no exceptions, they don't. You would think. So here we are having this epic discussion about whether or not America should lurch to the left in socialism brought on by all these amazing new uh, freshman congressmen. We're debating whether or not America is actually lost as a republic. And I would I would posit that we're not in a struggle to defend um, the, the republic. We're now in a struggle to reinstate it. Big difference, I think. And I and I also make that argument because I think it 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 instills a new urgency in our activism. So what do we do about all this? How do we take back the schools? How do we take back this? This is going to be the topic of the April 28th Unite IE Conservative Conference. And after the break, we're going to dig into that. After this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Much of our program today and discussion has been about freedom of speech and threats to freedom of speech from the Democrat Party and its leftist allies. And we'd be well to remind, we remember what Benjamin Franklin said that whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. And that is indeed what we've been discussing because we're seeing it happen right before our eyes. We see it happen on college campuses every day. We see it happen uh, in fast food restaurants as people with opposing uh, with gear of an opposing political idea are attacked. We now see it, as we discussed in this program, uh, with uh, organized efforts to silence political opposition in the form of a newscaster named Tucker Carlson. Prior to that, they went after Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram. Uh, it is uh, it, it is an ongoing uh, effort. And before that, Bill O'Reilly. Right. And I mean, this isn't new. It's just been building. Right. As Tucker Carlson said, said in his great monologue on uh, March 11th, and go back and look, look for that, it was well worthwhile, is you have to start questioning whether all of the, they're, whether they're really being sincere. So the people that attack Bill O'Reilly and forced him off because of supposed sexual harassment, really? I mean, they're, they're sincere about that when they tolerate it from Harvey Weinstein, Matt Lauer, Bill Clinton, so on and so on and so on. Right. And, I, and, I, and not a word 
But oh, Bill, you know, Bill O'Reilly, then it's become, you know, then it's sexual harassment. Well, of course not. It's not sincere. It was because he was more on the conservative side and effective about what he's doing. So when they had the opportunity, absolutely. Same with the Tucker. You you find something as an opportunity to silence your political enemies. And that's, that's what's dangerous now is the Democrat Party and its allies want to silence. Right. Their opposition. They don't want to debate. They don't want to win the debate. They don't want to go out and win an election because the people really do like socialized medicine and socialized control of the economy. They want they want absolute power and no opposition. This is what the entire uh, affair we lived through during the Judge Kavanaugh hearings. The opposition to Judge Kavanaugh took the form of outrage about conduct that he supposedly engaged in as a high schooler, which couldn't be proven beyond the shadow of a doubt. He was lynched in public uh, because of it. And it was because if he hadn't been a conservative judge, if he had been a liberal judge that had done the same thing, do you think that they would have been marshalling the effort to prevent him from ascending to the highest court in the land? Well, I doubt it. The allegations were bogus. And if you delved into them, particularly the lead witness, uh, what's her name, Ford, I forget the name. Dr. Now. Christine Blasey Ford. Blasey Ford. Her story, if you looked at it, if you, if you delved into it, had more holes in it than Swiss cheese. She changed her story in very key and important aspects. The timeline, uh, number of people involved. I mean, it, it was, there were so many holes in it. Right. This was this was made up. They saved it for the last minute because it was such a weak story. And when all, when when it appeared that, that was everything else that they tried to get him for and uh, was was going to fail and was going to be confirmed, then they leaked this and it went into this fiasco of this multi week hearings and whether and drama about whether there were going to be hearings. And then Avenatti comes out of the woodwork with his. Uh, client claiming that she attended multiple parties where Kavanaugh was involved in gang raping women and this his client who was supposedly there did nothing said nothing but kept going back to the parties where women are being gang raped right mhm mhm sure i who who doesn't believe that and of course it was all about trying to stop a conservative justice from getting on the court had nothing to do because these people really don't care about the actual issue. And who was it that said that? Was it Trevor Loudon? That it's never the issue. It's the revolution. Yes, probably. It sounds Trevor, like him because he's, he's somebody, stu- he I, I studies the mechanics yeah. of the mm-hmm. left. Yes, especially when it comes to uh, instituting socialism. So what do we do? I mean, it comes back to, and it was the same question I posited to the women up at Encino at the Republican women uh, the uh, of Encino. What do you do? What do you what do you what do you do to put this on? Because obviously this has happened not only under our watch, but despite whatever the best efforts have been of various different groups like that letter writing and phone calls to legislators, while it has a level of importance, is no longer the tactic that's going to win this back. Oh, no, it's not. It, we, we've got to ratchet the game up and actually use in many cases the tactics of the left. 
um, in order to defend. Because this is, make no mistake, this is warfare. This is warfare on many levels. It's warfare in the courts. It's warfare in the court of public opinion. It's warfare in the culture. It's our kids being drug into uh, a, a, a whole cesspool of depravity. Uh, when it comes to what it takes to to undermine the nuclear family, the building block of America, the family, and that's what they are ultimately after, we got to go to where the family is being undermined, and it's being undermined in two places: it's being undermined in the schools, and it's being undermined in the church, and and being undermined in the culture, and the in, church in pop culture has not been standing up. Uh, in a way that they did when the when 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 the republic was formed, it was actually the church that inspired people to go create the republic in the first place. The church is not, it, by and large, and I say the church collectively. We have examples of churches that are doing the right thing, and we're going to bring them in to the Unite IE Conservative Conference this year to discuss how they're going about doing it so that we can inspire other churches to join them in the fight because the churches need to be more more involved in registering their members. They need to be more involved in harvesting ballots in future elections and learn how to do that and be a place where ballots are gathered. They need to be more involved on so many different levels, and we know for a fact that these are areas that they are legally allowed to engage in the process despite right. the best efforts to uh, discourage them through things like called the Johnson Amendment. Ballot harvesting and getting people registered and, and tactical things like that are important. But on a more fundamental level, they need to be, they need to be beacons of biblical truth, not what's popular of the day. There's a great cartoon that I saw. There's two churches side by side, and they have the marquee of what the sermon was going to be about that day. The church on the left said, the marquee said, what God said. The marquee on the church on the right said, what you want to hear. There's a line on the church on the right for what you want to hear, as far as you could see, and there was no line for the church of what God has said. Yep. So you're in the business of, you should be in the business of what God has said, not what people want to hear. And there are churches, and I, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs, he's the former, but his pews are full every Sunday, are multiple services with thousands of people. People are waking up and realizing that there needs to be a more uh, concerted effort that comes from the pulpit. And they're being attracted to pulpits that are engaging in that process. Because if the churches won't go out and battle school districts on immorality in their curriculum, everything from sex ed to preventing, there's just a case where a uh, student who was posting Bible verses in response to the the gay pride flag being uh, posted all over school, Uh, She went behind and she posted Bible verses and put them up on sticky notes. She was suspended for doing that. You can do whatever you want to until somebody stops you, even though it's blatantly in violation of the First Amendment. But it it serves this intimidating purpose. Okay, maybe you file a lawsuit, maybe get an attorney and you overturn that. But the easier and what they want is the easier and safer course of action is keep your mouth shut if you don't agree with the Democrat Party's leftist agenda. Sebastian Gorka, Larry Elder, 
Tommy Laren, Brandon Strzok, and others, and I'm going to release a few names here, Rebecca Friedrichs, and a panel of church leaders who are involved in this, doing this very thing, will be headlining the Unite IE Conservative Conference. This is a place where people who have come in the past have said, I had no idea there were that many people that felt like I do. It's great to be in a place that embraces the same fundamental philosophy about what made America great, what keeps America great, and what's going to keep America great. And that is these Judeo-Christian values that our country was founded on, despite the best efforts of leftists to indoctrinate every institution, which they have. We need to fight to win back the republic. And ground zero for that here in the Inland Empire is the 6th Annual United I Conservative Conference. April 28th. At the Ontario Doubletree Hilton. Get your tickets at... We're going to am590theanswer.com and click on the rotating banner. Uh, VIP tickets there are $95, and that's the lunch with Dr. Sebastian Gorka as the keynote speaker. And then the afternoon program, the afternoon program only is, is $40. It's a great value. You're going to network. You're going to, our groups are going to be there. So you connect with them and how you can learn, how you can fulfill what we talk about all the time of be of fulfilling that most important political office, that of the private citizen, which only begins with voting and involves so, so, so much more and which our, which our groups are heavily involved in. And you're going to meet a lot of those groups who traditionally have tables at that event so that you can connect with folks that are actually doing the heavy lifting here in the Inland Empire and join them in the fight to reclaim the republic. AM590.info. Go to the website. Get your tickets. Get a table. Bring people out of the stands and get them onto the political playing field this April the 28th. That's going to do it for us, Greg. Another wonderful edition of the Unite IE radio program right here on AM590. If we do say so ourselves. That's right. The best program in our time slot. Have a great weekend. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.